Aloha Kohala. It is 3.01 here on May 4th. Uh-oh. I think it, fe- it fell on the floor. May 4th, 2022. You're listening to KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. This is all good here to do Intuitive Talk Story with my co-host. Mikkel Anna. And we're really happy to be here today to share what is up in the energy field. Um, I'd like to start by just talking a little bit about uh, having gone through some physical pain last week. A week ago today, I had my tooth removed in it. Yes, you did. It was the most um, emotional I've ever been at the dentist, and Mm. I've been there a lot (laughs) over my life. And as I reflected on it, I was like, well, what, what is valuable in that to share with people that... Uh, that came of it for me. And one of the things that I know, I kind of observed myself while I was in it because I was sitting there sobbing after she injected me with something that hurt. And then I walked outside and I thought, well, maybe I should just go home because I went to the bathroom. You have to go outside, right? I could just go home. Like, I don't have to go back there. There's nothing making me do any of this. This is my choice. And then I thought more about it and I was like, eh, no, I... I I need to go back. I need to face this. I need to deal with this. Th- this is okay. And then went through the process of having the tooth removed. And I left. And as soon as I got outside after having it done, and uh, I greeted Holly. Holly greeted me. And she's like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, you know, that was really, really horrible. But I'm done now. I'm okay. Like, the the ability to let it go. We would talk a lot about are the power of our mind and, and the words that we use mm-hmm. and to walk away and let go of whatever that was that was difficult and sad and crying and painful and be in that moment, which was there was no pain, it was done, and I could enjoy my day however I could enjoy my day. And that, that I don't know, it was just something meaningful in there for me because... You know, in my prior years, I wasn't so great at doing that. I I would hold and not allow my emotions out. I just keep it all in. And then I just be all messed up the rest of the day. Right. You know? So this release, the letting go when the allowing yourself to actually feel it. Uh, yeah. in my one of my empowerment groups we talk about feel it and let it go. My sisters and I are yeah. like, feel it and let it go. Because yeah. it's it's really allow yourself to feel the whole experience. Feel what it is. What's really going on here? Why am I'm freaking out? Oh, I'm emotional, whatever that is, allowing the self to feel through that, accept it and let it go and purge. Maybe you just needed to release because sometimes what was I was hearing when you were talking about that experience is sometimes things are buried. See, they're buried really deep. We can't get to these deeper traumas. We don't even understand oftentimes how really deep they are and how old they really are. So that's something like a surgery brings up trauma deep within that you don't even know you still have. And it's right. touching this deeper place that like, oh, there's all this emotion there, which is right. from a deeper trauma that you can't touch with your conscious mind because it may not even be from this life. From any of this. And it, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't it's really matter. about exactly. honoring what's up. So you're allowing yourself to feel it, yeah. to experience it, to let it go and not to judge it. And go, well, I, why was I feeling that way? I really shouldn't have felt that way. Oh, God, I can't believe I freaked out. Whatever that is. No. Yeah. I felt it. I experienced it. 
And I purge it because I see. And then with clarity, I think what's important is to see what you know you learn from it. What did I receive? What did I see in myself? What did it touch in me? Like what places of fear might have come up? And what did I what did I get to retrieve and heal? Mm-hmm. See, that's part of that 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 reconstruction of the of experience. And and also I was li- I was listening to someone else talk about their personal experiences who does a lot of teaching online about mm-hmm. spiritual stuff. And the realization that as long as we're in our body, there are things that are going to happen that maybe push our buttons or bring things up like we're never done with this process of learning in our lives. Yes, we're never done with learning in our lives, but we can be done with the buttons one by one. Mm -hmm. So that's what those back to the pearls, retrieving our power, owning our own words and our owning our own vessels. I have authority over my own vessel, over my own beingness. Nothing has power here. All that is about bringing ourselves into alignment so that really the the only reason there's still a trigger for instance Mm -hmm. is because it's me you're a mirror we're all mirrors for each other so if you do something that still bothers i'm like oh i must still do that oh she's bothering me that's because well that's me that's what i do that's what that feels like okay maybe that's not so fun you know like that's myself Mm -hmm. or it's still irking a piece of me that hasn't let go of patience or letting go of, you know, my own programs. Right. So it's really just a mirror. Once I've completed that and I've let go of it and, hmm, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got, you got nothing. Oh yeah. I'm not, go ahead. You don't get triggered by that. Yeah, no trigger. No. Yeah. yeah, Oh, hi. Love you. Oh, (laughs) compassion for that. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. It becomes that. So the, it's a belief that it never ends. Mm. Or that it's a long process mm-hmm. because it isn't. If we choose, if we choose, meaning the long process part is more of our unweaving our mind because we're we have to, we're we're weaving through our beliefs and what we think about things and we're dismantling them so we can just come into the field of possibility. I field I think of flow. I hear you. What I think what I'm trying to say that maybe I'm not saying quite right is. Um, that, that there may be things that occur in our life that we don't have control over. And the only thing we can control is how we interact with that moment. Absolutely. And move through that moment. So how I move through this moment mm-hmm. that was difficult is markedly different than how I used to move through those mm-hmm. kind of moments. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking, I'm like, yeah, six-year-old me going to the dentist getting injections, I didn't allow that feeling to come up so maybe this was that opportunity to to just cry because it hurt when you because little six-year-old me couldn't cry when it hurt there you go exactly so yeah and and to just be aware of those things yeah 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 Yeah, i got goosies on that one (laughs) i love that that's so that's it yeah totally it's beautiful it's beautiful because you're healing it you're bringing back the pieces it's all allowing not judging the self, compassion, compassion, some words that were coming to me down the way down here were Mm. humility, compassion, kindness, because these are foundations 
Oh, of us staying there, right? We talked about the four agreements in our last show, which if you haven't listened to that one, it is great. That's a good it's one. It's a good yes. one. And, um, and we were talking a lot of, about these foundational concepts and really compassion. We can always draw ourselves back. Am I operating for compassion? Am I being kind? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Am I just basic? If I can go back to that, just can I be kind? Right. Sometimes when we're triggered or in those places, the last thing we want to be is kind. And if we can push through to kindness, mm-hmm. we're winning the game. Right. And whether that kindness is because someone else has done something or it's kindness to ourselves. And I think, again, it goes back to being really conscious. It's like, oh, I'm starting to react in my body to something Joanne over there did. And. Mm, I got. I want to be curious about that because I really don't want to go down that road of reacting and blurting things out, and then I'm sorry I said that. And so, yeah. Right. So what acts so great? You pro- is this perfect? So because <laughs> when that's great, you seek to understand by looking at it, and you have to look at it because it's like La Roche is out. <gasps> You're triggered. There's the, the roaches. roaches. There's the roaches. They're out from underneath the couch. Like we gotta like get them right now because they're here. If you're like, nah, you know what? I'm fine. Fine. If yeah. I'm fine, no. Then they just literally like you ignore them for long enough. They go right back under the couch, and you're like, yeah, nothing's there. And they'll make some more. Well, right. And, and then, then there'll they be a whole bunch coming out. Sure, exactly. So the willingness <sighs> to look at the situation mm. takes a lot of courage because the programs that usually are uh, you know getting most of us is defense mm-hmm. we defend or um, excuse or justify our behavior mm-hmm. we know no way don't well you know what do you do or you know like well you know why i did that because of blah 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 yeah so see we have a we have with a, a lot of attitude yeah we have a put no i defend because the thing doesn't want me to look at it because then i'll dismantle it it's kind of like mm-hmm. if there was like you know like that panel of the roof just fell off right now and over in the corner and we're like the panel just fell. You're like no don't look at it D- the panel just does not even think about the panel falling off like nothing happened right not not look not considering well then it. i'm gonna probably we know it's probably gonna happen another panel is gonna fall off because i don't know why the first one fell off yeah so i have no idea what's going on up there and so right. probably another one's gonna fall but if i go up there and figure out well, what happened why did it fall oh this is not attached we need another nail here let's make sure this one's nailed too oh now see now this isn't going to happen again we shorted up because i have taken the time to look at it so if we thought logically and practically like you would a home project about it and you didn't get your emotional mind involved, you'd see that your defense program's trying to keep you from looking at it because it wants you to stay in emotion. But the truth is if you can get to like zero point logical mind, you go, oh, yeah, actually this is just about figuring it out. And if I figure this out, then we won't have to deal with more problems. We're solving the problem is what we're doing. We're having the courage to talk about the roaches right now while they're out so that we don't have more roaches. Right, and it... it it's important to me as someone who used to stuff a lot of emotions to honor the emotions, move, move past or move through those emotions and then start to think, okay, what's, what's going on here? What am I, what's happening? Which is what you just described. Yeah. You allowed yourself the emotional process of crying and purging, which was maybe like the six-year-old self yeah. releasing what she didn't get to release. Like mm-hmm. I was scared and this is hard and I don't like it. Ah! 
you know, and so you let yourself feel it and then you let yourself, huh, okay, that was interesting. I felt really, wow, I feel a lot better. <laughs> and then you're like, well, what was that about? And then you let yourself yeah. go into the, now let me look at the logical, let me see what actually happened here. Yeah. And then you take those steps. So you're doing that. You're letting yourself process right. the emotion. Then you're looking at it logically, figuring out what actually happened so that you can learn from it. So that now we can, it, you know, we're not going to have another right roof because I'm fall. not the six-year-old anymore. Right, I'm, I'm, you know, kind of grown up, and <laughs> <laughs> I have some tools in my toolbox to to look at those things, and uh, and it's it's very meaningful to go through that process, it and is. you know, and just and allow. So we w we're also talking about some other uh, experiences that you've had recently because you do a lot of work with people. And would you like to share some kind of uh, tidbits mm -hmm. about some of the experiences you've had lately? Wow, they're so intense and, and, and kind of out there. So I, what I guess I would say is that, gosh, it's just what I'm experiencing in dimensional. I'm traveling through some dimensional fields and getting to be of service in really fun ways, um, helping to release hardware and implants and things that are not in our highest good that language may or may not make sense to you but either way it's just clearing of energies that are, are no longer serving um to anyone and and so we are who all making choices the people that are working with me are making choices to clear their energies and to move forward into higher frequencies and i have been making those choices myself you know of course to do that and um, continue to pray and connect in all the time and meditate all the time. All the things I share with you are because, you know, they're the tools I use and beyond. You know, I, like foundationally, it's twice a day, but that's like all day. You're really praying all day, you know. Mm -hmm. So I've been in a lot of places with clients. Um, and the most important thing I could say is it's just back to compassion and forgiveness because ultimately everything is about forgiving ourselves and realizing that we were not abandoned by God, that we have, are worthy of being in the light and the love of grace. And most of us have been wounded so terribly somewhere along the incarnation lines or the timelines or however you want to perceive that. But the trauma, the pain is what's really the quote unquote evil and it's really uh, it's your, ourselves right you know if anyone's watched the matrix there's a lot of great things in there um, and so that's really a, a very metaphoric way of putting what's happening um, and so it's really you know facing yourself right facing your own places where we've forgotten that we are loved and so it's remembering that we are redeemed and so holding your greatest pain, your the greatest demon, the frothing demon in front of your face, and which is our greatest pain of ourselves that turned us so angry or mad or hurt or sad or depleted, shame, all these energies that are so, so hard, right? And they really are, they're like molasses, they're so deep. And so it was hard. We've been, so we have to be compassionate because this is, we're children of the infinite one. And we have to be compassionate with ourselves that we know not, and people know not what they do. They, they know not. We've been tricked with our own 
our own things, you know, and when we betray ourselves and we hold ourselves even more guilty. And sometimes we've been tricked into betraying ourselves all these different ways. And so it's really about forgiving the self and holding your greatest pain and greatest horror, the place where you think you're the ugliest into love and being that's what sets us free is loving completely every single piece and if when we know that we are one then really you know everything is that same lovingness we want to love the bird that flies by oh the the you know everything has a sense of wonder and love because it's all one thing well, and uh, yes, and sometimes it's it's relatively easy to love the pretty bird that flies by. Maybe not so easy to love the centipede that crawls by, you know, right. on a practical level. That's sure, very physical. Sure. And yet they're all part of our existence and they're there for reasons. And there are parts of us that, like you're saying, it's important that we love these different parts of ourselves because the more we love them the more light we bring to them and 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 dispel the darkness and work through that um, and you were talking about you know we're, we all carry certain woundings and I don't know if that's a belief you know as we talk about what's a belief and what's reality mm -hmm. it's it's interesting to ponder sure and whether whether those wounds and that pain is from something that happened five days ago or five lifetimes ago, we, we're not always able to get to it exactly. And Until is we that get our tooth pulled. <laughs> and then we get our tooth pulled and it <laughs> all comes crashing down. <laughs> and then it comes, something comes out. So sometimes the yeah. of certain events will bring up something that you didn't know. But if you're paying attention like you were, yeah. then you got to like, actually heal a piece from your childhood and and maybe that was even more than my childhood maybe it had to do with some ancestor stuff too as i because i know i've been thinking a lot about my my ancestors and how they all like had all their teeth taken <coughs> out when i was growing up my grandparents had false teeth like gee i wonder what they had to go through like and, and the generation before that and before that. Okay, so, so you bring up another really cool piece that from <laughs> sessions that is so important because a lot of what I've been doing is releasing ancestral lines mm. and sending energies back home. Basically, like we carry our ancestors with us and the kind of the inversions that have been laid, the programs. Like, you know, come from a... Uh, for instance, you know, lines of alcoholics or lines of abused women. Yeah. That energy is still playing out in my DNA through my you know, my energies, but as I choose to heal it in myself, right. see, I get to transmute the entire lineage and DNA of my mm. ancestors. So what I've been getting to do with, I've done with myself, but also get to do with others is, is really like, it's like you're setting the program for you. Like I'm making the choice to love myself. There's no longer going to, you're no longer going to be small. I choose to be empowered and to love myself as a divine feminine goddess, let's say, as a divine, mm -hmm. I embrace my feminine energy. No longer, we're no longer the abuse. And we let the Ho'oponopono prayer is really powerful if you're not familiar with that. Ho'oponopono means to make things right, a Hawaiian practice. And, um, but the Ho'oponopono simple prayer is 
I'm sorry, please forgive us, thank you, we love you. I'm sorry, please forgive us, thank you, we love you. I'm sorry, please forgive us, thank you, we love you. Because in essence, peace. That's very powerful. It's very powerful mm. to do with yourself. and with, But you're we're basically, like in that instance, you're saying that to the line, to your ancestors, like, I'm choosing to change it and set it up right. So you all can go be free. You yeah. don't have to hold the trauma any longer of what's transpired in our lineage and through our line. We get to go, everybody gets to go free. And I don't mm. have to carry like my grandmother's, you know, energy that's still angry about some of my, you know, this or that, right? There's ancestral energies that we're still playing out because there wasn't peace. And that maybe they closure. are still dealing with wherever they are in spirit. Well, right? they are. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that so what ends up happening is that in that room, in that work, we're there in that area that we're actually releasing the ancestral. And I see many mm. ancestors going through the doors, pieces of them, mm -hmm. pieces of energies that are going home. Like, okay, thank you. We're complete. We can now be free mm. because you've made a choice. Because see, otherwise we're still, in, we're, we're still all inverted in these programs, mm -hmm. right? But you're choosing to, to reinstate the line of light through your lineage. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. That, you know, that resonates a lot for me. I've had a lot of um, connection with cousins where we share uh, the maternal line. And <coughs> I recently bought this little thing from Ireland. Mm, and yes. there's some connection for me going way back to Ireland, right? And I, I never really felt a connection to the whole okay. Irish oh, part of me, right? So much but connection. now <laughs> it's there and it's so strong and it's part mm. of these cousins. And I have my mom's mm. and my grandma's ashes still. Mm -hmm. And as you're talking, I'm like, I have to set them free. Like I hadn't thought about it that way. I've been carrying them around in, you know, pretty little containers and they're in my closet. And it's n it's it's about setting their energies free. Yes. They're not in the urn. No, I but know. Uh, but I know that. Symbolically, it's also a great practice because a lot of things mm -hmm. are just like really not about the thing. It's just that you did it. Like you know yeah. what I mean. Like and it's and it's about me letting letting go and right. <coughs> and clearing. So now, just talking like this, it it's giving me uh, inspiration to do this in such a way where there is this liberation of that maternal line. And you really can, you really are saying you get to go home to the other side of the veil called death and to the light. Take your rightful place in the light. Yeah. To go home. Because yeah. we're, we're, you're, the stories are over here mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. this isn't happening. You know, these programs are done. Yeah. I, the buck stops here. <laughs> we're good. I, I, got yeah. it, I got it. I'm, yeah. I'm choosing the love. Yeah, so if anyone's out there and they they have, you know, grandma or mom or dad or somebody in the closet, <laughs> you know, ashes in the closet, <laughs> you know, it's something to Set to free, look at. Yeah. yeah. Well, clearing, uh, we all have ancestral energies, period. Like, it's just to look through all these, like, how, what programs are still playing out through my ancestors? Maybe it's not, see, it's not just mine. Like, oh, it's we're a collective. My yes. DNA, I'm playing stuff out from my whole line, you know, that runs through the line. So, Remember, this is always a cool thing because a lot of times we're like, oh, I don't want to be selfish by doing things for myself. Well, you're really, the, you're being so not selfish to do your work because right. you're actually doing the work on behalf of your ancestors and 
and other energies so that they we can all be free together and so it's a it is an and then right now is the this big opportunity uh, really still we are in this giant window of amazingness that is so time to surrender to god in essence light source yourself you know isla earlier said you know she was emphasizing it's about me and what i choose and that's the whole game. Like, look, that's a foundation. It's only about you. You can't make choices for anyone yeah. other than yourself. You have no control over, if we were meeting up in a video game right now, a virtual game like the, like the kids do, yeah. right? I have no control over your controllers. You have right. no control over mine. I meet you up in there. I can tell you some stuff, but I'm like, you got to get it. Right. I can't get it for you. Yep. I, I can just give you some advice, but I better play my game or else I'm going to get taken. I, I'll, I'll see you over there. Dang, 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 dang. And then I got to go and be focused and, and get my own game. And I got to level up on my own. Right. And if anyone out there is, uh, has ever worked with children, taught children, raised children, been around children, you know you, you can guide them. But they, they need to do their stuff. So that, and, and I see that as applying to each of us. You know, I have to do my work. Nobody can do it for me. I can go to 20,000 practitioners and 50,000 workshops <laughs> in order to evolve. But at the, at the end of that experience, I need to be looking at whatever I need to be looking at and be willing to go to those places that maybe are difficult, maybe are dark, maybe are painful and process and work through and um, to make things change. Well, because it's all your movie. Because it's all and you're the one running the controllers, <laughs> nobody else. Who's got the Who's got the remote? You do. You got the remote. Like, and I'm just the character in your story right now. You know. So <laughs> all right, let's take a break, and we'll come back with some more intuitive talk story. Oh, hold on. I have I have some music playing here that doesn't need to be here. Here we go. <laughs> Did he say plush? Oh yeah, that's right. Every Friday night, y'all, 6 to 10 p.m., the Plush Lounge right here on your community's only radio station, KNKRLP, 96.1 FM, Kohala. The Koala Night Market returns on Wednesday, May 4th, from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Koala Village Hub. The community is invited to shop locally produced food and crafts and enjoy entertainment by John Kayavi and Hula Halau Omana Olana Okohala. Also, food trucks will be cooking up some local grinds. There will be information booths for Kohala Future Farmers of America, Keiki Paina, 101 Financial, and other local groups. And Radio KNKR will be there live, broadcasting from the market. You can stop by our table and meet some of the DJs. That's the Kohala Night Market on Wednesday, April 6th, from 4 to 7 p.m. at the Kohala Village Hub. See you there. Yes, that's coming up uh, tonight in just a little bit. Uh, you're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala. If you want to call in, the number is 808-884-5657. We'd love to have you call in with a comment or a question. 
uh, for me or Mikkel. And this is uh, Isla Allgood and Mikkel Anna on Intuitive Talk Story. We have another half an hour on May 4th here. And we've been talking uh, on the break for a moment about, you know, tools and triggers. That seems to be some of what we're talking about today. So um, when you said that, I was like, okay, tools and triggers. Well, right. We were talking about trigger. We're using opportunities that trigger us to then do the real or deeper work, which really means implementing your tools to uncover what's really going on so you can dismantle it, kind of grab your own energies, process your emotions and go, yeah, okay, I'm done with that. Yeah. And I think, you know, questioning when you have an experience and you have an emotion come up that was kind of unexpected once you move through that to question, gee, I wonder what that was about. Like, get curious. I Absolutely. Think that, that really helps without the judgment, without I shouldn't have felt that way or I... The defense back to or that they defense. Or, or make, yeah, the defense or making the other person wrong, right? Somebody oh, said yes. to me, oh, I'll never go to that dentist you went to. And I'm like, this isn't about her. It's Great. You're like, good. That's nice. Yeah. Well, you don't have to go, but... I don't it's think that's what it was really about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's not my story. <laughs> do you want to listen to my story or do you want to tell me yours? <laughs> Usually people want to tell you theirs, you let's know, face it. So <laughs> each his own. Like, we, all, we don't have to think the same about anything. It's okay. Yeah. What works for you is what works for you. But then there's kind of what we're talking about, our foundational tools, foundational ways of seeing things, and then you apply it how it works for you and your own vessel because you are your own library of information. None of us are the same. And so you have a whole library of experience, information, a catalog that you're drawing on. It's like source channel. You're connected to God. Your high heart is leading the game. And the mind and everything else is in service to that. So it's like, what do you need? High heart, let me know. And then I got got a catalog. I'll just enter into my library of what I have all this information. Of whatever you know, whatever is your soul, all the things that you understand, which each of us is completely different. But we have crossovers. And if you pay attention, you see how many people you're really with that you know really well on many levels for all different time periods. Mm -hmm. And there's bigger, greater stories. Again, they're still all stories, which is important to note because we can get attached to the stories. But it's cool to see them as maps and templates because they let us understand more about what's happening. That's what the stories are supposed to be, is metaphors and parables to help us get the deeper principles to understand what's really happening. So we know like, you know, about humility, kindness. We understand more about how to move into these greater concepts. Yeah, and then there's, you know, there's tools that we use each day that, uh, for me, I have found help me to be less reacting and be more conscious. And um, doing meditation every day has been very important to me for a really long time. And there was a time where I stopped. I thought, I have, I have arrived. <laughs> this was <laughs> like 20 years ago. I was like, I have arrived. I don't need to meditate every day. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm good. <laughs> so I didn't meditate for like a year. And then I just felt like like things were crumbling inside of me. Uh-huh. Nothing was different outside necessarily, sure. but oh, we're getting interrupted. We'll let that go. What does we'll that just mean? Wait. That means it's an emergency broadcast. Oh, oh come on. Although, yeah, 
I don't know what that was. So the light flashed. Okay. Anyway, so what we're I was good, saying is... No problem. Yeah, so there was a break for me of uh, meditation, and, and then I got back to it, and then I, you know, I'm not... I'm, I, I'm unwilling to give that up. Well, I have to say that what I share with clients is it's the number one thing. It's know thyself is the whole name of the game. Yeah. If you can't... It's really just meditation. All that really means is are you willing to sit down and close your eyes and be with yourself are you willing to be with you and yeah. look in there and see what am i feeling what's really what am i really feeling what's really going on if we don't want to do that because we don't want to see because it's too much or there's like oh there's because so it's not it's scary for a lot of people right. to look at the self but that's where it's a foundational tool like if you want to grow if, if i believe if one wants to grow and you and know thyself then meditation is like a foundational tool. And we've talked right. about this many times, morning and night. We kind of say yeah. twice a day is like your foundation because you start your day, you set your energy. This mm -hmm. is where I move from. And then you're also doing that at the end of the day, clearing the energies, maybe processing, reviewing anything, learning from it, releasing it, and then protecting your sleep and your energy before you go to bed. So that's foundational. But then when you're working through triggers, it's every moment. Literally, like if you're literally pulling a trigger, depending how deep that trigger is, if it's like a reaction, like anger is a, a great example. It's so loud. It's easy to see. Other triggers can be more subtle, right? Some people like, you know, placate. That's subtler to see. Go along with. Right. Go yeah. along with it. You can't I'm see gonna, that one as well. Because I'm going to just go so along loud. with it because I don't want to deal with conflict, you know. Yeah, whatever. The, it, there's a trigger or a thing that happens. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, if we're willing to actually go into it and use the energy of it, that's what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. So that's the other part. And it's going to happen nonstop. Like it's going to be all day. You're going to be in, if you're moving something, it doesn't want you to get rid of it. Yeah. It's like, uh, -uh it's a program running. And it's like, no, you need this program. You want me here. I don't No, You like this. It wants to keep right. you. So you might be dealing with some thoughts in your mind. Right. You're be you, you exactly. might be alone. <laughs> you know, all not, of it not is about your mind. You're yeah. in the entire thing is about you and your thoughts and about yourself and the subtle ones. So those little ones that we don't pay attention to are the most important ones. Like mm. really, because they you do small ones like, oh, yeah, forget it. That's not true. <laughs> but you really something really still in there. Like, no, yeah. that really hurt me, actually, to think that thought or like, you know, you hear a negative thought. You try to push it away, but you aren't really dealing with the negative thought. You Instead, you're just giving the power away. So that little power that gives given away, think of it this way. If I'm, you know, I'm a master musician and I think, oh, well, I can't really play the guitar. Someone's like, well, I'm going to take some of that energy. She's got plenty of master. She's a master guitarist, but she doesn't think she's anything. So yeah. I'll take that master guitar energy she's leaving over there, sitting there. Let's say I, I, you could think of it like a cell phone, right? I have a phone and I think, ah, it's an old phone. Someone, I'm a, it's not really that powerful, but it's really like an iPhone 7 or yeah. 13 or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And someone else is going to pick it up right away and start using it because mm -hmm. I'm not using it. Mm -hmm. So my energy is going to, the universe is efficient. So nothing goes to waste. If I don't think, if I'm not using it, well, thanks, I'll use it. So we give our power to negative thoughts, which then is like a feed line. You think of it like your house. We've talked about this before, like what's plugged in. So then it's like a little USB cord giving out low-level power somewhere, just draining power in some form. Energetically, that shows up 
you know, can show up and you can think of it in terms of metaphors. Again, the matrix has some great ones, but the bugs, you might even think of it like, what's bugging you? Yeah, ha, I ha, love ha, that. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then why are you in a rut? Like, so I might actually see in a mind um, dimensionally, like when we're in session work, someone's mind who is having really negative thought patterns, it actually looks like a rutted out road in the brain, like a narrow pathway that you like gunk, sink right into it. And in that is literally bugs, like dimensional worms, like kind of eating it because it's eating the power that you don't think you have, but you really do because you are a divine seed of the infinite one. We're all children of God or children of the source or however, whatever language it, it works for you, but we are one thing. And so we, if we don't, we're, the whole game is making you not think you are worthy of the light that you're abandoned by God, but really we are loved infinitely. And so the whole game is to own our power and our mind and know that we're loved. And as you were talking about neuropathways, uh, I've done this eating program for a couple of years mm -hmm. and the person who created it uh, is a neuroscientist. Um, and she talks about ruts in the brain, literally like physical ruts, that people who have addiction to whatever, that they have that physical rut in their brain. Right. And it's through the training that they can make a new pathway. pathway. However, it's just, it's still there. It's not that it's gone. So it's not like they can go back or go back to that addictive behavior because they could go right back into that rut again. So there's there's science behind this is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not the person to yeah. present it, but people can go out there and look into the neuroscience of, of these ruts and these pathways and how we can retrain ourselves. Exactly. And so when you're retraining yourself, just like the driveway, if you just, you know, like uh, you have a rutted out driveway. <laughs> you're your so funny. You love the uh, metaphors. <laughs> I do because they say it all. They do. And, good and it visual. really is like that's what it is. Because if you're like, oh, well, I rewrote it. You just yeah. drove down the driveway one time. I mean, that's not going to do it. We got to drive down that thing hundreds of times and flatten the bugger out. Right. You know, like it's not going to just go one time. You're going to have to stay. You got to stay on it, which means every time you drive down that road, you're like, you, your car wants to go gank yes. into the direct, but you're yep. like, no, I'm making a new path. Gank, gank. And sometimes you're balancing. If it's super rutted out, you're balancing on top. Like I'm flattening this down right now. I'm making a new path. Yeah. You have to be like conscious that that's what I'm doing right now. Nope, I'm not going to do that. What's what I wanted to do? I would re normally react right now, and I would be really not a jerk right now. I'm not going to do that. In fact, I'm going to embrace I'm making a new pathway in my brain right now. Because yes, I choose to embrace. No problem. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I just say yes. Give thanks. I just go to gratitude. Okay, I'm making a new path right now. I'm going to gratitude. Yay, gratitude. I'm so grateful that I get to just learn and grow. Yes. See, all those things are shifting my brain. I'm making a new pathway. I'm using gratitude to get me somewhere else. Okay, let's make the new road. We're not going to go down that old reactive road. That's not the road I'm taking. But I have to be really conscious of that, right? I have to make conscious choice that this is what I want to do now and create the new pathway. And so, Yeah, well, I think you brought up a really good point, which is gratitude is such a valuable tool. Yes. That... 
it isn't necessarily denying the reaction because the reaction happens. It's, it's not feeding that reaction. So you know, you don't go down that rutted road. It's like, oh no, I don't want to go down that rutted road. I'm going to gratitude. Let's, let's, I'm going to look for the five things I'm grateful for right now. And that will take me away from that rutted road that I've been down a billion times. And I know how lousy it feels <laughs> to go down there. And I don't want to do that anymore. So That's it's a very right. conscious choice. And then there's a conscious decision to look for gratitude. And, and wherever we are, whatever's going on in our life, there's always something to be grateful for, someone to be grateful for. Right, exactly. And mm. so if we've been in patterns where we've been abusy or abuser or we've felt betrayed or, you know, in men, like a man by men or by women, right? With either way, what a big part of this this coming together is about forgiving and embracing the feminine and masculine mm-hmm. within ourselves. So we have to forgive the masculine, mm-hmm. we have to forgive the feminine and we have to come into balance. So the stories of pain want us to put limiting beliefs on our story and make us think that this is all it's, 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 you know, this, and we wants us to put it out there and blame the situations around us when really it's just something of our own coming through this particular person or whatever, but it's really our own stuff putting on our back to that mirror. Mirror, It's a mirror. And if I'm willing to look at what's this really about for me, it's triggering me. What's it still about? What then I do my process, like we talked about, go through yeah. the emotion, feel it, review it, breathe into it, and and pick up the pearls. If that familiar, if that concept's not familiar, we've talked a bit about that in your meditative process. You energetically can go back to the actual time if you have a, a specific memory where you go into that memory field and you're literally freezing it and and showing your inner self what really is in whatever capacity and you're forgiving and allowing and letting go and you're collecting any of your light or your energy that you maybe left there thinking, oh, I'm not good enough or oh, I bleh, whatever it was, we dropped on the ground. So you're picking those pieces up and that's how we start to create wholeness because the pain just fragmented us. So if you think Mm -hmm. about it, the universe is a hologram, which means that the very smallest piece reflects the entirety of the whole. So we each want to come into wholeness of ourselves, which means we want to, we're being all, we've all been fragmented through pain. We fragment, ah, and we lose our pieces. We drop them places. So we're pulling them all back together till our, my piece is a whole piece. Then I reflect the whole of all that is, right? And that's really, in essence, just one more piece piece of the big piece becoming whole it's really not about me then right it's about i just collect the i and i the i am that i am just Mm -hmm. become more whole because one piece of itself has remembered itself so as we each remember ourselves and become whole you're just one more piece of the fragments in the greater whole that creates unity and wholeness that's a beautiful image (laughs) <laughs> as you hold your hands out in a circle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and sometimes I think, um, y- like you said before, sometimes we're other people will view what we're doing as being selfish, you know, doing the meditation rather than making breakfast or doing the med- going for a walk instead of 
some task. Getting some done. Getting some done done in the house or, yeah. Well, it's important that we value ourselves at the highest level so that we can take care of our, our physical body and our emotional body and our spiritual body and our mental body. And then we can be there for other people and, and we can do things with and for other people. And one of the things I see a lot of is, like you were saying, people don't want to look at, at what's going on and in their life. And, and I think that's where the, the busyness uh, comes from. You know, a lot of people just want to stay really busy. Oh, I'm too busy. I can't meditate or I'm too busy. I can't go for a I walk. I know. Right? I hear it every day from clients. So I, what I, two things around that. I say this, like we're forgetting back to like, okay, wait, remember it's your movie? Remember you're in a movie? Do you remember you're creating your movie? Mm. If you believe you're creating your own reality, then now let me ask you, do you have time to meditate? Right. Because if you believe you're creating your reality, mm-hmm. then well, why, the reason you're so overwhelmed and crazed is because you don't have time, so you're not creating consciously. You're just unconsciously creating all day, and you're overwhelmed, and pieces are coming left and right because you haven't organized anything. It's like it's literally the same thing. If you Well, this is the whole thing. If you have your planner for the day, physical world, you have a schedule, you put your planner, you know what's happening today. It's all right. laid out. It's organized. I'm ready for this. I've got myself ready for the meeting. I've got what I need. Okay, let's meet the day. See, energetically, we're doing the same thing because the greater movie, your whole movie, is being created by what you put forth in that meditation. Like, you're creating it. So when you see a lot of the meditations I have, like if you'd like to check out my channel, Mikkel Anna, M-I-C-H-A-L space A-N-N-A on YouTube, there's a ton of different meditations. And what... When I say meditation, I guess I really mean activating tools and visualizations and using um, tools to move things, disconnect from energies, cut cords, remove transmitted energies, clear chakras, move through, you're using colors, you're visualizing. And then there's ones I have for manifesting, like just breathing into experiencing something, you're already creating it. If you keep having the vision of like, ah, it's going to be a jerk again. If that keeps what you, uh, I can't have, you're expecting the person to be a jerk, if you're expecting that, and that's where you keep putting your thoughts, then you're actually creating it. But if you went into the field and thought, nope, I'm letting all that go, and I forgive, and I just see them in their best, highest self. I see my, whoever it is. You see whoever you're having conflict with in their best, highest self because you're getting the lesson they bring up for you. And you're committed to like, yeah, I'm not going to let that. You can't get me. You're not, you can't take me down because no, everyone's just a character in your movie. Th- if you blame them, then you've lost because they're not even in your, they can't do anything in your movie. You're in control. Remember back to that. You're playing your own video game. Nobody's got your controllers. <laughs> so you're the only one who can do it. If you're right. waiting for them, you're, you're not going to, you're, you're going to lose. It's kind of like if you're playing cards, right? If I was playing cards, a lot of way to think of this. Young people think of the video games. My older folks, think of playing cards, you know, if you're, I can't see your hand. So if I'm waiting for you to lay down the card I need, I am going to lose if that's my only plan. My only option is only option is based on you. That's not going to work out for me. I have to be, this is my game. I got, well, sorry, none of you guys, I'm not playing your guy's hand. I'm playing my hand. I don't know what you got. And I'm going for it regardless of all you all. I got to make my own plan. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. We, in spite of you guys, in spite, because if you in, are in relationship, 
most likely your greatest wounding is right in front of you. So that's the, that is the test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the test is to overcome and choose love of yourself, really, right? Because it's the, yeah. the marriage of the divine masculine and feminine within. And then when we do that, then we can maybe approach coming into harmony with another at that capacity where we're two holes now coming into divine union to become infinity. Well, and when you say love yourself, I think that's real. It's It's the whole game. It's the whole game. It's the whole game. Because I know having lived in different ways throughout my life, when I have the highest opinion of myself, what goes on around me is just stuff that's going on around me and it doesn't take me down. That's right. It's just like, oh, oh, look at that. Look at what that person's up to right now. Oh, look at what they have to say about me. Hmm. Wonder what's going on in their movie, you know? Like so. I like to say, what you think about me is none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not easy. I mean, it's not always easy to do that. Uh, but the more you're aware of those things, the the easier it gets. And I don't mean that in like a, you know, well, I don't care what you think kind of way. I just mean that we don't allow our our own opinions of ourselves to be defined by someone else's. Right. That, you know, it doesn't mean I don't care about somebody. It, it means that, I'm not going to base my opinion of myself based on, well, they think I'm great, so I must be great. Oh, well, they think I'm bad, so now I must be bad. Like, that's a fluctuating barometer, right? I right. mean, it can change day to day. People, right. are, I'm, I'm, they love me today, they hate me tomorrow. You know, you right. know, who knows? But so we have to, it's about finding ourselves, right? And knowing, I have to know who I am regardless of what's around me. Because it's easy to be the angel, like you said, it's easy to be loving and kind when it's the sweet birds and it's paradise. But it's hard when you're in hell to be loving and kind and right. you're surrounded by darkness. How do you then hold the light? And that's what's required is to then in that space be the Buddha or be the Christ or be the love and go, I love you. I love you. Mm, the darkness here, I love you all. I love you because mm. it's all God. It's all one. It's all part of the same whole. And when we love and have compassion for how hard it's been, the darkness is really just, it's really just the wounds. It's the hurt that's, that's, or the, the places we've forgotten. When you were talking about uh, whatever you were just talking about, it made me think about celebrity and how, uh, what a challenging place that has to be to live in celebrity where you are as popular as the people t- say that you're popular. Oh, you're as good as the people say. Yeah. And that is, I know for many of us in our culture, that was something like, oh, I hope I'm famous someday. You know, I want to be rich and famous someday. And be glad you're not. No. And <laughs> it comes with a lot of a lot of tests, well, I Well, also imagine. a lot of energy. See, so that's another yeah. thing people don't realize um, in mm-hmm. general, like, right, is that's part of why you do these things because you live in an energetic world. Okay, if you're like a, you know, land people here, Hawaii-based, you know, like, Outside teaches us everything. So if you went right now and walked around in the forest, it would you would get covered with spider webs. If you didn't have a stick in front of you, yeah. <laughs> you would like literally you'd be like, oh, I'm oh I got st- 
spider webs everywhere. And you'd be getting bit by <laughs> those little crab spiders. Right. So you'd get spider webs. So it's no different out here. Like you go to the grocery store, you go somewhere and let's say people were just there having a conflict. Something wasn't right. Mm. They leave all kinds of spider webs. Basically, mm. you walk through it and now you're like, ah, I feel like all irritated. I feel all agitated because it's all energies everywhere. So mm. we're energetically, you're just like you're just it's just like having a stick in front of you. You're just like, yeah, well, I'm just clearing the away. I just clear my energy so I'm not affected by all the stuff going on around me mm -hmm. because I don't need to be affected by anything going on around me because I can stay in the center of the storm. That's what we're really, the goal is be in the eye of the storm, right? Mm -hmm. You're in absolute zero neutrality. Everything might be chaos around you, but zero neutrality. For anybody who is like maybe like grew up in the 80s, The Golden Child, if you haven't seen that movie or if you remember, if you remember it, but The Golden Child, I'm so was grateful. that was Eddie Murphy? It was. Yeah, and I saw it when I was young and there was an image that in the movie that stuck with me for years and helped me when I was in dark places, mm -hmm. I remembered it. And it's this little Buddha boy, like taken by the darkness, and they've got him in a cage, and he's surrounded by these monks covered in darkness, and they're mm -hmm. praying and chanting around him to try and turn him into darkness. Yeah. They can't touch him because if they do, he just, they just, re he reminds them of God. He, God, he brings the God oh. back in them because he's pure God love. Oh. So they're trying to contaminate his vessel. Yeah. So there's a hole. So that the evil right. can come in and they can take him. Right. But if somebody touches him, they just turn back into their then child like God yeah, self. Yeah. Okay, so he's like, they're doing all this stuff around him and they try to serve him oatmeal with like blood in it. You oh know, like, and so he flips <laughs> yeah. the bowl over with his head, his mind, and it's got blood. And he pulls a little leaf out of his pocket. He's got one like sprig and it's got like three or four leaves on it. And each day, just one leaf. And puts just, it back in his pocket. Takes a bite of that. Takes a bite of that leaf and goes back to meditating. Mm. And it's like, like you know, heavy metal around him and graffiti and blah. They're and trying to turn him into the evil. They're trying to lower the vibration and yeah. frequency and make him have a hole of evil or fear so that they can then enter his field. So he's holding the God purity like nothing can contaminate me. And I just hold into yeah. life like so when you're in your deepest show and everything wants you to like buy into it and wants you to take you come on don't you want to that's what it's trying to do it's trying to make you bite and go down you're like no i am the buddha and i, I and the little yeah. my little leaf and i just <laughs> give thanks and praise and i just stay here in the center and i give thanks to just be in the eye of the storm and neutrality and zero point connected to god and that's and letting go of our ego and anything we think we need to be. We do so much shoulda, woulda, coulda and uh, comparisons. And that's all hooking into something. So it's letting all those go. I don't need to be hooked to anything except for the God of my heart and the earth where I can release down my own emotions into the earth energy, the core of the earth. And I'm connected to the God of my heart the top of my head and this earth this god energy is running into the earth too which we're giving into the earth grid and then we're also cleansing our field and being protected as you create a field of energy around you that you live in this world but not of it right you're you're walking your day from this place and that's what you're doing when you meditate using your tools and then you're literally walking from a different energetic place so that you can see your life differently experience it differently and be more conscious mm -hmm. and bring awareness so that you can 
call out any pink elephants in the room and we can, you know, snap to get this ship you know, ship shape. Well, I that that's a wonderful tool that you just shared with the connecting to the, you know, whether you call it the God energy or source energy and the earth. Yes. And as we are all kind of integrating more and interacting more with one another, having come out of the pandemic where we were isolating, we're interacting with energies. We're interacting with different energies. And to have a tool like that after maybe being with a group of people and you walk away feeling a little drained or a little off or something's off with you, to be able to just take a moment and connect to source and to the earth and get centered I mean, it can take as much as, you know, 30 seconds and keep keep going on with your day. It, it's releasing uh, anything that was happening there before and releasing other energies that, like you said, with the cobwebs that you may be walking away with that you're not conscious of because, let's face it, we're, I got to hurry up. I got this other meeting or I'm, I have to get home and make dinner and, and to, to just take a breath and to be aware and to release those energies as you leave the store or you leave that group of people. Yeah, and that goes back to as another one is closing portals. So we're really actually opening portals all the time. So you talk on the phone with your friend about her problem and she tells you the story and you, oh, da, da, and then you like, you know, uh, hang up the phone, but you don't really close the energy around it. Like, Right, you have the residuals, and you're like, oh, now what's... Well, she Mm. might still be at... Things might actually still be coming through Mm. from her Mm -hmm. energy field. She's active, and you're feeling... I'm still really feeling Sally. God, I'm feeling like I feel it. It's intense, (laughs) right? Because there's actually an open door to the energy. So to close it would be like, let's close it in the highest good. Like, okay, we see Sally having whatever she needs right now. May she just have whatever she was. We give it to God. We give it the highest good. And we just Mm -hmm. see love, light, and grace around that. And I close it, let it go, and it's done. Yeah. I close it. So now I am not being still energetically connected to some, like, little, what we were talking about, little cords or low-level energy going somewhere. It's not a little open doorway. So we get off the phone. We close a project. It's like your desktop, your computer. You leave a bunch of windows open, your phone. You leave a bunch of stuff open. It's just draining power. Things are running slower. There's, you know, all that. That's It's all metaphors. Just close all those windows. That's why I love metaphors. (laughs) So you close all the windows, right? So that it can run faster, smoother, more, Yeah. And so connecting to the earth, connecting to source, these are all all this kind of, if you're really interested in in this film, feels like you'd like some guidance, those meditations on my channel really go through these tools. And then once you kind of understand all that, you you are just doing it whenever you want. That's kind of the goal is like get it in your being and then make it your own. And so... But it's about doing those specific ones, like connecting in, releasing cords, removing transmuted energies, because those are the spider webs. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so we need to clear and sweep. We need to sweep, right? We need to clean house. So this is our temple. And each day we're cleaning house. Like, you know, in the, the, think about like in uh, Bali or a place like Thailand, every morning you see people sweep the floor. Mm -hmm. They sweep in the morning, right? You Mm -hmm. sweep everything out, clean it out. We're ready for the day. Start fresh. It's all symbolic and metaphoric. Yeah. You're sweeping your spiritual house out because this is the temple of God here. Mm-hmm. I am that. That is, I am the temple. It's not a place I go to, although we could create places to go to. Not that we can't. We do. 
However, our true temple is ourselves, which is like that little Buddha. They want to contaminate him. They want him to drink the blood or something. So he's contaminated so they can get in. See, so we, we don't want that to hold happen. ourselves. So that comes into some yeah. other things around like what else can you do? And I think we're almost out of time, but we that are. gets into it's body, mind, o'clock. spirit, health is another aspect of that. What we put in our bodies, alkalizing is a, a prime word there. And then maybe we'll revisit this topic. We can talk about that next week because we're going to be back next oh, week. Oh, we will be back yes, next week. We can yes. talk about it then. So join yes. us for more of that alkalizing your life. And thank you for tuning in today. And thank you, Mikkel, for your enthusiastic wisdom and knowledge and sharing that with me and with the, uh, the audience. Thank you. And we'll be back next time. Aloha, everyone. Blessings to you all out there. Keep activating and trusting thyself.